It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, as you know, if you've found yourself unemployed as a result of the lockdown, the COVID-19 pandemic unemployment payment is available to you, €350 a week. That is, of course, if you're 18 or older or 66 or younger. Mandate uh, represents about 40,000 retail and hospitality workers. Its uh, General Secretary is uh, John Douglas. He's on the line with us. And a very good morning to you, John, and thanks for joining us here on the programme this morning. I I take it most, if not all, of those people who work in retail and hospitality that you represent are out of work at the moment. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, the the vast majority have been uh, temporarily laid off at the moment. Um, All bar the essential uh, food retailing and the the, the pharmacy sector, but the vast majority of retail workers, tens of thousands, have been temporarily laid off on on various government schemes, from the wage subsidy scheme to the COVID payment scheme of €350. So it's uh, a very stressful time for them. Um, Of course. They they don't know how long it's going to go on for. They don't know... The condition of their employment when they go back, um, will there be a phased uh, return to work or will it happen overnight? We don't know and they're, they're, they're really concerned about the, the future of, of retail um, and obviously the hospitality sector, the bar sector and restaurant sector is very badly affected and uh, it's, 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 it's taken a battering really at the moment and, and, and staff likewise. Mm. And what about that 350 unemployment uh, payment? Uh, it's to be paid for up to 12 weeks. I take it people are, are concerned about what will happen after that time. Yeah, the, the 350, it's, it's probably just about an, uh, an, enough to get you know get you over the hump and no more. Uh, most workers in the hospitality sector and the retail sector couldn't, couldn't be termed as being overpaid. Um, they're on modest wages and modest early rates of pay. Most of them live from wage packet to wage, you know, from week mm. to week, from wage packet to wage packet. So yeah. they don't have a lot of savings to dip into. So, you know, once the 350 uh, expires or, or, you know, once you eat into it and mm. you start eating into your savings, you're, you're on a kind of a slippery slope. So there's a lot of concerns then. A lot of our members mm. then would, would have, you know, rent commitments, you know, to landlords or mortgage commitments or, or, or repayments or and whatever. There's some consolation in that as well, I suppose, uh, because even though you might be living to hand uh, from hand to mouth to begin with, uh, uh, and the 350 may not be enough. Uh, at least there is uh, that prohibition on uh, be- people being uh, evicted. Uh, yeah, well, we that's, so, that's, that, that has given some comfort to people who, are, who who don't have the money to make the rent. As, as you well know, right around mm. the country, rents are at exorbitant rates. And, you know, the 350 a week wouldn't basically get you 
you know, one bedroom uh, bed sit in mm. Dublin at the moment, and let alone anywhere else. So, but unpaid yeah, that, rent will have to be addressed at some point in the future as well. I well, that's it, the yeah, problem: yeah. unpaid rent, unpaid mortgages. Yeah. Mm. Are you stacking up bills and debts into the future? These are all issues that mm. are are playing in people's minds when they're sitting at home. You know, wondering what you know when normality will you know will uh, will come again and I suppose at the end of the day we don't know the answer to those questions but we would hope that whatever government uh, comes uh, comes in that that government will make sure that you know people aren't penalised uh, for this crisis and, and, and people aren't hounded for, for back rents and for back mortgages and back loans um, you know we bailed out the banks 10 years ago the Irish people bailed out the banks 10 years ago uh, and, and are still bailing them out mm-hmm. frankly um, and there's no way that you know the Irish citizens should be you know should be penalised for for a, for a national health crisis. Um, we're talking about very very hard times for the people who qualify for the unemployment payment uh, and the doll will sit a- again today. There'll be statements about this. It's two weeks since uh, they last sat. No sign of a government being formed uh, moves in that direction, but no real prospect as yet. The last time the doll sat, there was a-, a lot of concern expressed about the people who don't qualify, those who are under 18 or over 66. And you've been hearing from a lot of your members uh, who have little or nothing. Yeah, we we have members in the in the retail sector, the hospitality sector, young apprentices who who you know under the age of eighteen who 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 pay their taxes and pay their social welfare and universal social charge, and have been told just because of your age you're not entitled to this. And at the other end of the spectrum, we have members who who are who are working beyond the age of sixty five, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight, um, and I've been told ditto that they're not entitled to any payment whatsoever because of their age, mm. and it's just discriminatory that people who pay their tax. They pay their social welfare every week. They go through the books. And when it comes to a crisis, they've been just cast aside and told, listen, just because of your age, that, you know, you can live on nothing, fresh air. And it's, it's just totally unfair. And, mm-hmm. you know, at one end of the spectrum, at the, you know, the older end of the spectrum, some of those workers have, have worked for 40 years plus and contributed every one of those years. And when, you know, at their hour of need, they've been told by this government, sorry, you're not getting anything. And that's, that's just unacceptable. And this has to be, mm-hmm. it has to be addressed by the government sooner rather than later. And to apply for a, a pension, if you qualify for one, that's what people are, are being told. Uh, and if they do, uh, it can take many weeks uh, before it's processed. Oh, absolutely. And just, you know, under the present circumstances, any processing of any applications for anything is going to take weeks and weeks to do. But the, the, the old age pension age has been kicked out as well. It's been kicked out to 67 for, for some people. It's been kicked out to 68 for other people. So, I mean, it, it, it's just inconceivable that some sort of a line was drawn under the age of 18 and over the age of 66. It's just unfair. If you're working, you're working regardless of your age. If you're contributing to the state, you're contributing to the state and you're entitled to whatever the payment everyone else gets. It, 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 no arbitrary lines. It's, it's crazy. Mm, well, crazy, but during crazy times. And I think that's the point the government was making. It's a, a crude tool. It's not perfect, uh, but it, it's a flat payment which applies to all who qualify uh, and obviously there's going to be problems with it. Uh, a little bit like the wage subsidy and the government recognised some of uh, the problems with that yesterday and increased uh, its uh, contribution to 85% of wages. Uh, this was uh, because of people leaving jobs, uh, I think, uh, because they were going to get more in the dole. Uh, listen, uh, you, you hear a lot of stories uh, about so-called people leaving jobs and, and uh, I don't know, uh, opting for unemployment. Very, 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 very few 
people opting to go for, to, to go on the dole. People who have work are on the front line. They're, they're either the, they're the refuge collectors, they're the health the health workers, they're the, the retail workers. They're, they're they're people are turning up for, for you know for work every single day under very very difficult circumstances. I don't believe there's a you know there's a big element of of welfare shopping that's not happening at the end of the day there are anomalies and those anomalies one of those anomalies you've mentioned yourself which is the age stuff another anomaly is that we have tens of thousands of workers here who live in northern ireland but work in the Republic. Mm. So they work in Dublin, they come down the M1, they work in Dundalk and Retail, they work in Donegal, they work in Sligo, they work in Cavan. And they're, they're, they're an essential part of the Irish workforce. They pay their taxes, they pay the universal social charge. They've been denied any payment whatsoever. They've been told because you don't have a residence, residence mm. address in the Republic that you're not entitled to anything. That, again, is another anomaly which has to be addressed, and mm. very, very quickly. But that's a, European, that's a European problem, isn't it? I mean, that's European law. Well, no, it's not necessarily European. Not the Irish government could decide to pay those people. Those people have a registered employer in Ireland, in the Republic of Ireland. They work for companies, registered companies. But they're not resident, um, uh, and you need to be resident to claim welfare, do you not? Well, you need to be resident to pay welfare, but at the end of the day, in terms of, they're not getting welfare in Northern Ireland either. So mm. they're, they're caught between, you know... Yeah, no, between I'm, two <laughs> I'm not suggesting that <laughs> it's fair, uh, but, you know, there are reasons for it. Oh, yeah, there are reasons for it, but the, 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 as you say yourself, these are extraordinary times and, you know, there, there, there will be anomalies and anomalies, you know, because, let's face it, people were making things up on the hoof uh, in, in, in the early weeks of this. Yeah. Now that we have time to sit back and, and, and look at some of those anomalies, they have to be dealt with. The age one has to be dealt with. Yeah. The, 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 the workers who, you know, live in Northern Ireland but work in here and pay their taxes, that has to be looked at. Um, so... Those type of things have to be dealt with sooner rather than later. And, and I think, you know, I don't know how long this crisis is going on, but the same, the you know, yeah. 5th of May will be reviewed. Mm. Will, there be a, will there be a restoration on the 5th of May of normalities all of a sudden within, you know, a blink of an eyelid? I don't think so. No, well, absolutely so, not. And even if there is uh, some relaxation, we're talking about a, a long time. They say until we get a vaccine, 12, 18 months, possibly before that happens. Uh, and in the interim... Uh, it's not going to be possible to go to a, a pub and to physically mm. distance from somebody else, and nor do you want to sit in the corner of a pub or a restaurant, for that matter, on your own. You go there for the atmosphere and that sort of thing. Nor do you want to go into a hotel room and sleep in a, a room that somebody was in the night before. Uh, and there must be real concern about these businesses ever opening up again. Well, it's huge concern. You know, I mean, uh, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of workers. When you talk about the, the hospitality sector, the restaurants, the, re- the hotels, the pubs, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of businesses, hundreds of thousands of workers who have a very, very uncertain future, who I suppose, you know, employers are trying to carry carry the business, keep the, keep the, the show on the road in some cases in terms of, you know, the kind of the lights on in terms of the, the insurance, mm-hmm. the rates and all the other bills that stack up even though your premise is closed, you've no cash flow coming in. Um, so it, it's, 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 it's an horrendous situation for both uh, employers and for employees um, and there's no short-term end to it at this point in time. So those workers are very concerned. We've already had a number of closures in retail, Debenhams, have announced that it's going into liquidation. The Irish Republic has, uh, has announced that they will appoint a liquidator in the next couple of days. And you've so expressed concern about that, uh, that they've used uh, this crisis as an opportunity. Yeah, I, I think there, there was no need for Debenhams to do that. I mean, their payroll has basically been picked up by the taxpayers, all the thousand staff and the 500 concession staff on the, the perfume counters, etc. They're all being paid on the COVID uh, scheme, the €350 Euros a week. So there's, there's no payroll cost. 
there, there's no normality. So there was no need for the company to uh, make the announcement at this point in time. Um, they, they could have waited until there was some semblance of reality when, when workers could actually engage with the company to see the scale of the problem, engage with the trade union to you know, sit down and, and, and look at the books uh, and possibly to come up with other solutions if mm. other solutions were possible. But to kind of make an announcement uh, you know, behind a smokescreen of a national crisis mm. when everyone is to the pin of their collars, uh, I, I think it was despicable. I think it was calculated. Um, and we have another company today, or was it just yesterday? Mm, Oasis, uh, Oasis yeah. and Warehouse yeah. have, have, yeah. have made an announcement that they're placing their, their Irish operation into liquidation as well. Okay. So, there's a lot of cut, cutting and running going on. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it's the staff that's been left behind. All right, John. Uh, we'll... Uh, find out in time. The big question, I suppose, is how long will that mm. time frame be? But, John, look, thank you for joining us here on uh, the programme. Much appreciated. Stay safe, appreciate Stay safe okay. yourself. Uh, that's uh, John Duckers, who's uh, the General Secretary of the Mandate Trade Union.